Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined with me as always, PFF Senior Data Scientist, Ben Brown. It is the best weekend of the year. We're continuing the best weekend of the year, Ben. We are breaking down all of Sunday's games with our best bets, player props, same game parlays, so let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. A good we've been having while recording this a good Saturday the Bengals came through for us um, unsh- the Packers game right now we're recording this at halftime so that's just been a little bit weird but they should break that open at any moment yeah definitely I mean it looks like they've obviously had you know the only offensive production of course to get the you know pick uh, near the end zone on the 149er successful drive I would say but yeah they look to be uh, pretty firmly in control I think Devontae Adams is definitely on pace to go over 7.5 uh, receptions unfortunately Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown a touchdown yet so i think we're probably gonna you know split split a lot of those but yeah the Bengals game i think broke really well obviously you know Bengals mm-hmm. money line spread uh we got jamar chase over receiving yards i think yeah. uh you know a lot of the other ones came home only joe burrow really rushing yards has continued to let us down unfortunately i think I that know. was like i don't the know one down on spot yeah and i i wish i wouldn't have included the uh over 47 the over 47 me. and a half uh, in my same game parlay, that was the only miss on that. So I did go three for four. But, you know, we got Joe Burrow over 24.5 completions. Kind of expected it to be a little bit more of a dip and dunk game, especially a lot of, you know, passes behind the line of scrimmage, those sorts of things. Joe Mixon basically, you know, wasn't relevant whatsoever on the ground. So I think it played out uh, in a lot of ways the way we anticipated. And I think that, you know, makes me confident kind of heading into uh, Sunday here because we did avoid, uh, you know, back in the 49ers when I think, you know, basically everybody else at PFF, you know, pushed for it. Was it, trendy. I guess, so. it, it was, was trendy. trendy. It was the it was the uh, work pick, that's right. for sure. So we went against the grain there. No, I like it. And the Bengals game was fun to watch, so I'm excited for these games coming up. We'll start then with the first game on Sunday, which is Rams-Bucks, right? So the Bucks opened up as three-point home favorites for this game, uh, and the over-under was set at 48. And then money came in kind of on the Rams, right? And it kind of shifted the line a little bit. Now it's at... Uh, Bucks minus two and a half, right? Yep. For, as of Friday afternoon. So, can you kind of explain that? maybe shift in the line and what you see coming up for this game. Yeah, definitely. I do think, you know, obviously there's some juice impacts on it. So you, if you're looking at like minus two and a half, probably looking more like a minus 120 price. I do think if it's, you know, minus three, it's close to like plus 100, maybe minus 105. So they're shifting it a little bit. I do think I initially, 
didn't know for sure. Yeah, I guess if it was like, you know, big money people trying to back uh, the Rams at plus three or whatever, or if mm-hmm. it was kind of, you know, the uncertainty of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Buccaneers injury situation, you know, with Tristan Wirfs, Ryan Jensen, you know, the guys up front, along with the fact that, you know, their wide receiver unit is still really banged up as well. But it seems to be that at least uh, the guys that were kind of questionable from Tampa Bay's perspective uh, are probably going to be playing here. Of course, we are recording this Saturday night. Things could happen, you know, close to warmups. Nothing's yeah. official until it's, you know, official an hour and a half before game time. But it does sound like those guys both going to be able to give it a go. And conversely, you know, the Rams uh, are going to be without Andrew Whitworth, you know, Taylor Rapp. They're going to be starting basically mm-hmm. Eric Weddle uh, in that free safety position, which is uh, probably, you know, a little bit concerning against, you know, the best quarterback uh, that we've basically ever seen in our generation, maybe the best quarterback of all time. So even with the, the banged goat. up secretary, yeah, even with the banged up secretary, <laughs> do you think, you know, Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady, definitely going to be able to take advantage here. So, I like minus two and a half. I know we don't really have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a strong play uh, from PFF's green line perspective, but I guess we do. I mean, we show like 3.4% edge. Yeah, we show 3.4% edge yeah. at minus 2.5 at a minus 110 price, which I do think is going to be hard to find. But yeah, I think if you get that, uh, I think that's a pretty decent send for Tampa Bay, given all the injury situation that's kind of breaking in their direction here as we head into the head into kickoff, right? So yeah, I'm with you. I mean, because they played in week three right? They faced each other in week three. And in that game, Matthew Stafford was almost like near perfect for Matthew Stafford. 343 yards, four touchdowns and no interceptions. That's the big thing because that's the trend that you've been talking about for the past few weeks now with his interceptions and really his pick sixes. And those have come up in the last few weeks there. So I have a tough time thinking that Stafford against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be able to repeat that performance. And I know they've gotten stronger uh, defensively and things like that, but I just don't know if they have what it takes to go up against that Buccaneers team and walk away with a win um, away as well, like playing as the visitors. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, you know, the Buccaneers had the rash of, you know, secondary injuries to start the season. Sean Murphy Buntley was out for a while. Carlton Davis uh, as well. All those guys are back and healthy now, right? So I definitely agree with you that uh, to see Stafford play, uh, you know, something along the lines of an absolutely perfect game uh, in order to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is just not something that, you know, PFF's really uh, seen from their betting models. Anything that I'm kind of seeing from what I'm looking at as well. So I agree with you. I think, you know, one or two mistakes by Stafford is really all the Buccaneers are going to need uh, in order to maybe, you know, potentially put this one away relatively quickly. So uh, I like I like the Buccaneers here. I know I know and I understand why people think, uh, you know, the Rams can potentially slow them down. But uh, I just mm-hmm. don't really see that happening, given, you know, the secondary state of what the current Rams are looking like, I would say. So, yeah, I don't either. And we're going with our guts, which is proven well this weekend so right, far right. so that's what we're doing instead of finger gun <laughs> shooting from the hip i, I love guess that. shoot from the hip i love so. that all right well we'll dive into our props then um we like tom brady over two and a half passing touchdowns and there's good value on this and that's at a plus price so i like i like the value there too right definitely i mean we love we love our plus price props obviously we love our our over 2.5 passing touchdown props especially from you know some of the best ones but some of the best quarterbacks uh playing in the nfl right Mm -hmm. now but yeah this is you know play on uh that ram secondary right we've seen uh, Tom Brady successfully distributed the ball to a number of pass catchers in this Buccaneers offense. Uh, I think they're going to be able to continue to take advantage. Obviously, 
Jalen Ramsey locked up against Mike Evans probably could, uh, you know, for the most part, eliminate Mike Evans. And I don't think that's really going to slow down mm-hmm. uh, this passing attack a great deal. I do think, you know, Leonard Fournette's going to be back in the fold. He was, you know, yeah. pretty successful uh, on some of those check down plays and other screens and those sorts of things. I think that's going to go pretty well. Maybe we see Tyler Johnson kind of get his head right, uh, take advantage of a matchup that we kind of project out to be pretty easy. And then, you know, other than that, I do think that, you know, Rob Gronkowski, although I do like his under receiving yards as a pretty solid play, I do think he's at least going to be somewhat involved uh, to the mm-hmm. point. But I also think, you know, I think they might have to uh, keep him in to potentially protect a little bit against this, you know, front four for uh, the Los Angeles Rams. It's basically, you know, the, the best pressure unit in the NFL. So so we'll see. But I do think uh, we're going to see them take advantage of what is kind of a banged up secondary. I don't think Eric mm-hmm. Weddle is going to be. Uh, fully capable of slowing down anything uh, at the safety position. I do think that that's a spot that, uh, you know, uh, Tom Bray is basically going to be able to take advantage of over the middle. So what's an outlier for you in this game? Like, what are you watching for? I guess with the Rams that you are, you are nervous about picking when you're picking the Tampa Bay bucks, right? What is something that you think that they could bring forward that could hinder Tampa winning this game? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to have to be from their defensive side. And then if they hit, you know, one or two shots yeah. deep or something like that. That's going to be the concerning uh, part of the equation, right? I think if, okay. you know, if, if Mike Evans is, you know, successfully locked up by Jalen Ramsey, basically all game, uh, Rob Gronkowski is forced to, you know, stay in and kind of be uh, you know, at least chipping or blocking in a lot of pass passing down situations. Of course, he hasn't done that mm-hmm. heavily, but I, in that week three matchup, I did have his highest pass block snaps of the 2021 season. So I do think we're going to see that mixed in a little bit more. And then you're asking guys like, yeah, Tyler Johnson, Maybe Cameron yeah. Brait, uh, you know, other people basically, uh, Siler Grayson basically to win matchups one on one, and 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 to me, you know, it is Tom Brady. He can throw people open, but uh, those guys still have to catch it right. And I do think that's probably mm-hmm. the one concerning thing, and that's the reason why uh, we've probably seen the, the spread shift down uh, in the Rams' direction. So. Got it. All right. Well, I I think we need to go back to the well. Maybe I don't know. We need. We haven't hit. A quarterback rushing prop it's in a while. Cold. I haven't seen I haven't seen Jimmy G run tonight yet, so I don't think we're even close to that one and a half right I there. Thought he, I, I thought he was close. Did he? I thought he maybe he had one yard or something. It might have been like a sack where he like tried to move up. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, I didn't track it really closely, Jimmy. unfortunately. All right, but Tom Brady one and a half. It's a fall. That's forward. what it's set at right, right now. I feel like I, that is a fall forward, and I think like Tom is going to be under pressure this game, right? He, yep. And it should lead him to maybe taking a very, on a serious note, it should lead him to like having to run the ball maybe a couple of times, just a couple of times to break free. So I think one and a half here is too low to not take. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you think, you know, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receivers and, you know, pass catchers in general struggle to get separation downfield, obviously that's going to play a role in it. We have seen, you know, Brady at least, fall forward, die forward a little bit to, you know, not make such a negative play if he is potentially going to get sacked or under pressure. Mm-hmm. So I like it a little bit. He's been a little bit spry here, especially in 2021. Yeah. So I think I think it's a decent little sprinkle, right? I would I would rather have it at, you know, over 0.5 uh, instead of Same. 1.5. But you take what you can get. We do have it basically as what, like the third highest value uh, prop. Yeah. The only question is, what one do you like more? Matthew Stafford over 2.5 uh. rushing yards or Tom Brady over 1.5 passing yards. I like Tom. I'm taking Tom. Tom, Tom one and a half rushing yards. It just feels right. Right. So Stafford did go over this last week uh, against Arizona. 22 total rushing yards was 
definitely yeah. mobile and that's and that's kind of what caused it to go up you know a full yard from his 1.5 last week mm-hmm. but i like both of them maybe that's a decent little you maybe know, same the, game parlay spot or something like that right so, you can't go wrong i mean you can right? recently with us you can't go wrong but. i'm not quarterback rushing props for sure so at least on those for sure well one i'm i'm very interested to hear in is your rob gronkowski under 63 and a half receiving yards. Yeah. And it's weird because Gronk, Gronk and Tom, when they get to the postseason, are different, right? I mean, they they like to connect uh, most times. They're good for an anytime touchdown now and again. But you like his under 63 and a half receiving yards. And a lot of it is like based on like what the Buccaneers wildcard scheme like indicated is coming up for yeah. this team. And of course it was, you know, the, like the offensive line was definitely more banged up than what yeah. it sounds like it's going to be in this matchup. So uh, maybe not necessarily my favorite play uh, like it was okay. early on in the week. It has moved basically a yard against me. It is up to 64 and a half now. So you can get the under uh, by you know up by one yard but uh, I just think there's like this weird narrative obviously being factored in right now uh, that's causing Gronkowski's price to probably just get a little bit overstated in a lot of ways I think he was at uh, you know 62.5 previous weeks 75.5 before that but then he hasn't been above mm-hmm. 60 yards uh, in any of the prior games before that of course you know the, the 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 pass catching situation has obviously gotten more dicey, but I just think it's gotten a little bit overstated based on you know that week seventeen week eighteen game where uh, he could easily finish with you know three catches for thirty yards, be somewhat productive from a pass blocking standpoint, and still have you know a pretty worthwhile game. So that's kind of what I project out. I do think the more of the underneath stuff is going to be uh, Gio Bernard, Leonard Fournette coming mm-hmm. out of the backfield, and then if there's you know anything deep, it's going to have to be from. Uh, you know, either Tyler Johnson or Mike Evans. So I just don't see Gronkowski uh, being the guy uh, in the passing offense. And I do think that his 64.5 receiving yards kind of indicates that he's that's what he's going to have to be in order to go over. So I think it's a decent fade, given the fact that uh, the pass rush is going to be uh, pretty difficult and need him to at least chip on a lot of situations. So, yeah, and that's going to drop him from that, like from the pecking order is right. what you said in your in your article. So I can see it. I, it is going to be I feel like that one, though, for us is going to be something that we're like gritting our teeth a little right, bit. Like, uh, right. we're going to sweat that one out because because in the play, it's like playoff Lenny. Right. Lenny, like Leonard Fournette's back and playoff Lenny is here to stay. He is and here same to stay. Gron- he is here to same stay. Same with Gronk. So I don't I feel like that one. I'm with you on it, but I feel like that one's going to be one where we're messaging back and forth like, oh, my what gosh. Was I thinking halfway through what are we doing um another one though cooper cup over eight and a half receptions i think this is another one that we have on our best bets page uh on pff.com slash betting a ton of value right eight and a half receptions and it's it has a 28 percent edge and i like this one a lot too i think this one might be one of my favorites but i don't know what are you thinking yeah definitely i mean obviously we've you've wrote it you know for pretty much the whole season it has cooled off a little bit the yeah. last three games basically has gone over you know since week 16 uh still getting a pretty heavy target volume though right outside mm-hmm. of the you know cardinals game where they made it a priority to kind of double team them in a lot of situations uh, but this is you know our highest value prop plus 110 price on the over 8.5 receptions i feel like that's just uh, you know, too worthwhile, especially if you think uh, the Buccaneers are going to be, you know, ahead in this match. But I do, I do, I do love that mm-hmm. game script for Cooper Cup, kind of getting a lot of the underneath volume uh, in this offense. So I like it quite a bit. I mean, it's it's definitely eye popping how much value it shows. Definitely the the best play uh, on this particular game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's definitely, I think it's a smash spot for sure for for Cooper Cup. So. 
And I feel like they have, like the Rams, in general, the Rams should be having more of a pass-heavy offense this week than in recent weeks. Yeah, definitely. I right? think they have so to. I think yeah, I think they have to. That's the only way they're going to beat this team, right? Right, definitely. I mean, that's basically how I see it. I do think they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, so yeah. I do think that that's definitely the spot where they're going to have to win. Now, uh, the question is, uh, you know, match, but who's going to actually get it? And I do think that, you know, Cooper Cup is going to have the best match against Sean Murphy Buntling, uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to any of the other Rams, you know, uh, pass catchers or wide receiver. And, you know, Adele Beckham's going to see a lot of Carlton Davis and Jamal yeah. Dean. So uh, I think those two make me a lot more concerned than what, you know, Sean Murphy Butling's been able to do uh, so far here, especially in 2021. Uh, so um, and even back to 2020. So uh, I think he's the guy that they definitely need in order to be successful offensively. That's been the case all season. I just don't think that they're going to stray uh, too far away from that mentality here uh, in, a, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a in a must win game. Right. So. I like it. I know, and I know Cam Akers is back, but I have an anytime touchdown All for right. Sony Michelle. Let's hear so, it. Bed plus two fifty. So I like I like it. I like this one a lot because I know like Cam Akers is back, and, but like Michelle has been reliable, right? He's been even though like the Cardinals held him out of the end zone, but we know that he showed he's still an option, and especially if they're going to be coming from behind potentially. I think that he has good value here, and he could be one that could sneak in to the end zone on Sunday. There we go. Sneak. I can get Hopefully. it. I mean, yeah, his pr- his price obviously factors in, you know, Cam Akers back and getting yeah. at least the bulk of the rushing attempts, but I agree with you. It was kind of, you know, in between the 20s was, you know, the Cam Akers show, and then they did bring Sonny Michelle mm-hmm. in uh, more toward the goal line. So we should probably see that play out here once we'll again see. for sure. So It's a long, it's our long shot. I'll take it. We'll take our it. long shot of the day. We'll take it. We'll take it. it. We'll, we'll take, take it. it. All right, a favorite. It's this is going to be a great, this is the best game of the weekend probably, and that's Bills Chiefs. I'm interested to see because I actually did not ask you before this, but I'm interested to see where you fall. The only thing I can say is when I think of this game, I think of Stefan Diggs and all the pictures of him watching them celebrate, and I'm just I just can't not imagine that this is their comeback revenge game but i need you i don't know i i don't know which way to fall for this game so i'm really relying on you to let me know yeah. what i should do here yeah i mean i i lean in the chief's direction i think some of that's okay. maybe some bias you know eric eager chirping in my ear or something like Probably. that but i do think that uh you know looking back to the first game that these two teams faced off with uh you know tyreek hill was essentially not involved over the top right he had second highest uh target volume of the 2021 season but it was all short stuff i think he had right around a 6.1 6.0 average depth of target in that game uh just just nothing was over the top and that was for the entire offense right i do think they missed a, a long one to travis kelsey early on in the game and then uh, basically had one completion longer than 20 yards uh mm-hmm. and, but but i do think a lot of that was because of davius white right so i do think that this is kind of the game uh that 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 injury is finally going to matter, finally going to catch up to him. I don't think Teron Johnson is going to be, uh, you know, the only person capable of stopping uh, Tyreek Hill. I do think he's going to struggle a little bit uh, in trying to do that. And I just don't think they have anybody, you know, at the outside receiver position either that can really run with Hill. Uh, I do think, you know, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier are going to be uh, pretty heavily involved in trying to slow down Travis Kelsey. So uh, offering yeah. some support in a lot of those things. I do think that, uh, you know, Andy Reid's probably going to be in his bag a little bit here, uh, you know, scheming those two uh, to kind of give headache to both those safeties kind of downfield uh, at certain points throughout the game. So I like I like the Chiefs here. 
Uh, and saying okay. that, basically all of our props and our betting models point toward the under. Uh, so maybe that's the direction okay. that you got to lean as well. Uh, and maybe that indicates that, you know, the Chiefs have some success slowing down this Bills offense, which is maybe a little bit also difficult to see. But I expect the Chiefs to win this one. And I hope it stays tight throughout. But I do think they're probably going to win by, you know, that field goal differential. So uh, obviously okay. the spread's below that. So take the Chiefs for sure. So. Uh. I'm sorry, nervous sorry, about that one. Sorry. No, no, I like it. I'm nervous about <laughs> it, but I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it for sure. But I think one of my favorite plays, though, and one of our favorite props for Sunday is Stefan Diggs over six and a half receptions. I think we talk about it just like we talk about Cup, that this just seems like something that we go back to every week, and it really it it hits for us almost all the time and with the game that with the game script that you're looking at and the game plan that you just talked about i think this is one, another one that could be a lock right definitely i do think if you know if, if they are playing you know kind of the catch-up game in a lot of ways that the chiefs yep. jump out to the early lead i do think this is definitely uh, the spot to be it was quite a bit of the dawson knox show the first time these guys played mm-hmm. but uh stefan Diggs did have a deep 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 shot early basically uh that paid off and i do think you know pretty heavily involved underneath uh, throughout the entire matchup. And I do think that's going to be uh, basically the same game plan from his perspective again here uh, in this divisional round game. So I like this one quite a bit as well. I do think yeah. you know, if you can get a plus price on over 6.5 receptions, definitely a spot. I know it's fluctuating in between, you know, 5.5 receptions, flipping the juice and those sorts of things. But I like 6.5 and I like him going over at a plus price. So I think yeah. that's the best spot uh, to get your money in on. So best play of the weekend, I think. That's or, or of Sunday. I think of Sunday. You're not going to agree with me on that one. We'll but see. I, I like I, it. I like it. I think I have to agree with uh, now, of course, hindsight, but I have to agree with Bengals uh, money line as being the play of the week, yeah, which Eric Eager true. said. So I don't know. But that's it, true hindsight too. is way easier to say that. Exactly. Than, you know, now we're saying it, so. uh, it was easy. It was easy. 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 No sweat easy whatsoever. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, another one, Devin Singletary under two and a half receptions. So. You know, his he has a 40.8 receiving grade, right, which is like last. I think it's last is what I read in your article among like running backs this season. Um, and he's seen two or fewer targets, uh, 10 of 18 games this season. So this one I can see happening to go under two and a half receptions. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, early on in the first match these two teams played, it was all on Josh Allen's legs. Uh, they did score mm-hmm. that first possession. He did have the first basically uh, touchdown score game when he ran it in. I think he had like two other carries along with it on that very first drive. So I think if he's, you know, potentially going to be checking it down or scrambling, I definitely think it's going to be a spot where he's scrambling. So I think that cuts into Devin Singletary's, uh, you know, reception okay. volume here quite a bit. Uh, the fact that if, if, if uh, Josh Allen's kind of under pressure, uh, it's going to be more so the fact that he takes off and scrambles and dumps it off to Devin Singletary. We have seen him kind of do both in the last couple of weeks, but uh, I think that's a spot where he's definitely going to be uh, more inclined to take off with his legs, especially given some of the weather uh, and those sorts of things. So mm-hmm. uh, if he doesn't have some of those manufactured targets early on, there's just no way that he's going to get over this. So uh, plus yeah. price again, I think it's just too enticing to pass up for sure. So. Especially, I mean, they're, the, that Chiefs team ranks 11th in coverage grade against running backs this season, right? Yep, so that's been one so of their, one of their yeah. solid spots. It's one of their strengths. From a coverage perspective, for sure, right? Yeah, so. interesting. All right, I like it. What I had highlighted, but I just I almost want to go back on it, is because if, if Greenline likes the under, why would Patrick Mahomes throw over two and a half right. passing touchdowns, that's right? The, that, was the, that just doesn't yeah. seem right. Yeah, that was my qualm a little bit. I do think this is the PFF yeah. forecast lock of the week. But yeah, this one, uh, most oh, no. most of the reason 
uh, because, you know, we do like the under in the game. It's the only reason that makes me kind of nervous. If it wasn't yeah. for that reason, uh, I would definitely be all on board with it. Maybe it's a pretty good hedge uh, uh, on, you know, taking the under in yeah. a lot of scenarios. But uh, yeah, this is this is it's obviously, you know, a lot of people are projecting a shootout. That's not necessarily where the game total has moved, uh, but it is still mm -hmm. really high. Fifty four and a half after opening up at fifty five. So uh, if you're inclined to see points, which, you know, these teams weren't overly effect efficient moving the football in their first match but i think uh patch mahomes did have the pick six to micah hyde mm -hmm. uh, and that you know and and josh allen hit some deep throws to dawson knox and against stefan diggs but outside of that it was kind of this weird choppy game so uh we'll see if this one kind of plays close to the vest and maybe it isn't it doesn't live up to the whole you know game of the year sort of thing high scoring yeah. where you know both teams basically put up 40 points but uh, I think that's what everyone wants. And if, if that happens and I lose my under bet, uh, so be it. Hopefully, I guess I should lock in a little bit of Patch Mahomes over 2.5 passing touchdowns well, as well. Probably. Just in case. Just probably. in case. Just in so. case. Well, and how much how much of it is looking at last weekend right, with right. what I Josh mean, Allen did against the Patriots and then what happened against the Steelers? Right. Like how much of that is just like pull over from that exactly. and thinking, oh, we're going to get the best game of the year with the two, you know, best, two of the best quarterbacks right. in the league. Yep. Some heavy recency bias. And obviously, you yeah. know, they played uh, at their ceiling and, you know, projecting teams to play at their ceiling basically every single week is, uh, you know, a good way of going okay. broke quickly, basically, I would say. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. And we're not here to do that. No, not at all. No, we're not trying to. I do have a touchdown score in this That's game, too, because I kind of stay I kind of stayed off of it today, I believe. But I do like. I do like Dawson Knox anytime, and that's because I found him, too, at plus 200. Um, he led the team in routes run during the wildcard game and has really just been the majority of the games when he's healthy. Um, and I think plus 200 is just too much value to pass up, especially, you know, the Chiefs defense we've talked about. They finished middle, like kind of in the, the middle end of that for against tight ends. Um, but, you know, Dawson Knox is kind of elite in that aspect. So I kind of like him to get in there uh, anytime plus 200 makes sense. There we go. I can get up more of that. Yeah, I, think, I mean, he had two great catches basically in the first match up here, mm -hmm. one for a touchdown on broken coverage. So, uh, I mean, he's this, that was kind of his coming out game. And I, I do think that, yeah. you know, we're going to see him heavily involved here once again. So I can I can definitely get on board with it, sprinkling it Perfect. a little bit and uh, make Sprinkle. it happen here. So. All right. What is your same game? Your same so game parlays I, I, have been solid. Yeah. This, I wish I would have. I, I shouldn't be including totals, but a lot of, in a lot of ways, like that's what gives me the direction on what way I think, you know, the mm. game's going to play out. So if you think the over is going to happen here, I think you should just lock in like Patch Mahomes over 2.5 passing touchdowns. Okay. Stefan Diggs over 6.5 receptions. Maybe there's one other over uh, that you like, but just those two. Given the plus price is a plus 375 payout already, so that's pretty good. But you can definitely fold in, you know, maybe your own. If you're more inclined to take the under, uh, I would start with that. Go under 54.5, maybe go Devin Singletary under 2.5 receptions, Josh Allen. Uh, like under 50.5 rushing yards uh, is definitely going to be a sweat as well. I think both of those are going to be uh, not necessarily the most comfortable thing to sit out, but uh, pays out plus 800. I do think that's pretty decent okay. uh, given the, uh, you know, PFF's betting model expectation for kind of how this game plays out. I do think that's, you know, at least somewhat likely to happen here enough to justify that payout. So don't mind either one of those two, depending on, you know, how you project the game to play out. So I like it. 
I think I'm going to take the. I think I'm going to go against you. I think I'm going to take the Bills just so we have something have to talk to, about. Have to. Have to. That's yeah, fine. I think you have to. That's fine. It's such a, it's such a close game, right? I just I'm right. looking at everything and I'm like, it, you know, I I again like we said with the Titans game and the Bengals, I was not going to be shocked if the Titans won, right. but I do th- I we thought the Bengals would win, so I'm kind of on the same page here. So right. we'll have something to uh, talk about for the next podcast. Definitely, like it, we definitely you will. Were right, you were wrong. And thankfully, you know, like Greenlight doesn't have any sort of sort of play on you know the spread basically, so. It's all just our own personal mm-hmm. opinion in this matter. So I'm excited to see who's right. I'm assuming it'll be you, but uh, I guess no. we get to find out here <laughs> soon enough. So uh, great. Any other any other plays you have for I us today? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think we might We've be getting in, uh, you know, another spaces before the game. We'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah, everyone so make sure you join check us for out. spaces. I think Take. same time, three fifty Eastern. Okay, taking questions, so. taking questions yep. or something. So yeah. So. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben. As always, everyone, pff.com slash betting. We'll say it every podcast from here on out. Every time it is where we have all of our best bets, everything we talked about. It's a great tool to have when you're betting. And thank you so much for listening. 